Good morning, and welcome to my podcast on Simple Faith. My name's Kelly Green, and I am a fellow journeyman in this walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm here to guide you and to help you as we develop a simple faith relationship through prayer, through scripture, and through the things that we do, the ways in which we serve the Lord. Today I'm looking at Romans chapter 5 and starting in the first verse. And in the first verse, Paul starts out in a rather unique manner. He uses the word therefore. And I'm thinking, every time I see that word, I wonder, what is the therefore, therefore? Think about it. Why do we use that word therefore in our writings, in our speaking? What is it therefore? What is our purpose in using it? And in Paul's writing, he says, therefore, having been justified by faith. And what the therefore does is it goes back into previous verses and it picks up everything that he has said and pulls its weight, its power, its authority into the current verse. And he says, therefore, having been justified by faith, meaning I've already established the fact that our relationship with God is a relationship that comes through faith and through faith alone. Now, friend, God may tell us to do certain things. God has a work for us to do, but we cannot do it without his presence. In fact, can I be quite honest with you this morning? I started out to record this podcast and I had to do it over and over and I was wondering what's wrong, what's the hang up, why am I having problems? And then I realized I hadn't prayed yet. I hadn't sought the Lord's direction and I had to stop And I had to say, Lord, forgive me. Because I was doing it on my own. And I was doing it not under my uh, power, or excuse me, I was not doing it under your power, but under my own power. I was not doing it under your authority, but under my authority. And so I had to do a reboot. And sometimes in a simple faith relationship, we have to reboot. Paul is reminding us here that therefore, having been justified by faith, that word justified means, if we break it down to its simplest form, just as if I had never sinned. You and I both believe, and maybe you don't believe this yet, but you need to believe this, that as sinners, we were cut off from God. We had no relationship with him. In fact, I would venture to say before you came into a, a relationship with Christ, you weren't seeking him. You were out doing your own thing. You were out living in darkness and, and, and thinking that you were enjoying yourself and enjoying life. And yet you soon discovered, like I discovered, 
that life was empty, life was meaningless, life had no purpose and direction until the day that I was introduced to a man who was loved me so much that he was willing to die on a cross for my sins. Paul says, therefore, having been justified by faith, what happens? We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. Grace means that we receive that which we don't deserve. As sinners, as ones who were separated from God, the only thing that we were deserving of was punishment. We deserve to be cast into a place where there was weeping and gnashing of teeth. But God, because he has justified us and made it just as if we had never sinned, gives to us grace, which means he gives to us that which we did not deserve, meaning eternity with him. Meaning living in a place where pain, sorrow, want, needs, everything that we experience in this world will be done away with. He gives to us an eternal bliss. Paul says, through Christ, we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Tribulations is another word for the struggles, the trials, and the things that we face in this world that, that make us wonder, Lord, do you even care? Are you even there? But sometimes God allows us to walk through situations. Notice that I said he allows us to walk through these situations. He doesn't place these upon us, but he allows it. Why? Because through tribulation, as Paul says in the third verse, it says, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. In other words, when we go through this tribulation, that we learn how to persevere. We learn how to stand. We learn how to trust in God. We learn how to lean upon Him and not upon ourselves. And Paul says not only do we get that perseverance, but perseverance then leads to character, and character leads to hope. And hope, as he says in verse 5, does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our lives by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Pick up in verse 6, it says, For when we were still without strength, in other words, when we had no ability to help ourselves, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly, meaning he died for you, he died for me. And notice what Paul says next. He says, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. 
Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God, there's that word but, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Would you let that thought sink in for a moment? While we were yet sinners, while we were still sinners, while we were walking in disobedience, Christ died for us. And you can take that word us and insert the word me. So that this verse would read in this fashion, but God demonstrates his own love toward me in that while I was still a sinner, Christ died for me. It makes it personal, my friend. Verse 9, much more than having now been justified just as if I'd never sinned, how by his blood we shall be saved from wrath or punishment through him. For if when we were enemies, we were brought back into a right relationship with God or we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, God's not done. Verse 11, and not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we now have received the reconciliation. God bought you, God bought me, with a price that is unimaginable, Think of this for a moment, that God gave his very best for you and I. And he did so at a time when we were living a life of disobedience, a life of sin. God, through our Lord Jesus Christ, brought about a right relationship with you and with me. Friends, my challenge to you today is to read Romans 5 and just the first 11 verses and ask yourself, Lord, actually ask God, what is it that you want me to see today? What is it that you want me to learn? And it might be a lesson like I learned today, a lesson that said to me, you're trying to do this under your own power. You're trying to do this under your own authority. And my friend, it's not working. God showed that to me. But he also gave me the ability to reboot, rethink what I was doing, why I was doing it, how I was doing it, and to whom or and for whom was I doing it? I want to ask a favor of you. 
Would you first of all allow me to pray for you as individuals? Can I do that? Father, thank you for each person that listens to this podcast. I don't know what time of day or night. It doesn't matter. Because day or night, you are there. And I ask, Lord, that as you walk with them through these verses, that you would reveal to them what it is you want them to see, what you want them to experience, and as a result, what you want them to do. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to ask one other favor of you. Would you please share this with others? Would you retweet this or would you put this on your Facebook page or however you best communicate with friends, neighbors, relatives, and even people that you don't know? Could you somehow share it with them? Because you see, a faith journey, a simple faith, requires all of us working together to effectively introduce Jesus Christ to the world and make disciples in his name. Until we meet again tomorrow, may God richly bless you. Stay safe, 